This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Yeah. Moving, doing it, you know. Yeah. Can I count it off? Right. One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up. Like a sex machine. Get on up. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up. Like a sex machine. Good Wait a minute. Sunday morning. From the Kia Studios here in Midtown, nine falls up waiting for the sun to come up. And it's starting to come up on a Sunday morning. Sam Crenshaw in weekend mornings from 6 until 10 this morning. Uh, no Greg with me this morning. So it's me, I'm flying solo on this side of the grass, on this side of the glass. We got uh, Eric Slaughter on the other side of the glass. And, uh, you know, we're going to do what it do this morning once again. It's the second straight day. Uh, Eric, how are you this morning? I'm feeling great, man. It's, it's cool out there this morning. It, it feels good. Yeah, that, you know, love it because it will be warm. It will warm this up this afternoon. <laughs> it was it was warm out there yesterday. So, but yeah, that's what I love about living down here in, in the South. You got cool mornings, warm afternoons, and then you know, pleasant evenings. Pleasant evenings. There it I is. like that. Pleasant evenings. That, that is a good idea. It's a good idea to pleasant evenings. And we we watch for those today. Of course, it's a busy sports day. A lot going on today. Uh, Braves are going to be playing again. They won again last night in one of those games that did not look like a game from Coors Field. For a number of reasons, it didn't look like a game from Coors Field. First of all, the Rockies didn't have on their usual purple, black, silver, white. Uh, But they came out in these green and white, uh, I guess we call them the car tag uniforms. They wore their car tag unis last night. These green and white uniforms that are made to resemble uh, the car tag. I guess it's a big hit down at the DMV. Uh, the good folks <laughs> the good folks at the Colorado DMV that you decided to have a uniform. You know, they look better in the picture. I watched some on TV, and I wasn't that crazy about them. I was like, eh, you know. And I think they're going to wear them again today, and then they're going to become like the Sunday uniform for them. Well, uh I don't know, you know, if, if they get if they go zero and two today, which we hope they do. Yep. May, maybe they'll go right back to a promotions team. Like, uh, we need to scrap this idea and come up with something else. You mean like the red pants over at Georgia or that spaceman outfit they lost to Boise State in a few years ago? We don't even want to mention the that. The spaceman outfit. I gotta yeah. look that one up. You I don't see remember that, that. They played Boise State in no. the Georgia Dome. Did they, did, did, did they put them all? Did they put them in a barrel and burn them when they was done? I don't know what they did with them, but we never saw them things oh, again. You know, that's that's. I'm sure that's what they do. I I, I know where the red pants ended up, but but where did they end up in the dumpster? Huh? In the dumpster? No, they ended up at a. At a high school. Oh, really? Oh, they yeah. donated them. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did, were they victorious in the red pants? What uh, game was that? 
Uh, no, I mean, with Georgia? Yeah. No, they, they lost. That's why they, they didn't wear them again. Okay. So no, r- really r- what high school could don those red pants? I won't say. Oh, uh, sucks. Okay. A certain player from there ended up going there, and I'm not going to get into that. All right, moving on. Right along. <laughs> but but, but that's, that's, they end up with those. Uh, red pants that were never seen again. Did you see the mock-up of the possible Georgia uniform with the white helmet this week? I heard about it, but no, I have not. Ugly thing. It. Ugly thing. Just ugly. Why, what is going I hope, on? I hope, that, hope that's not real. What What is going on? Why are all these teams, you know, of course, the, the Falcons marketing, made. Marketing. 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 Because yeah, you know. right now we, we're talking about this car tag uniform, and right. we may not like it, but I'm telling you right now, the internet out there is probably blowing up with people buying it. You know what? I feel you. He, okay. Funny story. I'm at the gas station yesterday, you know, into, in, emptying my bank account to fill up my tank. You have to do it. Guy steps out of his car, brand new spanking Matt Ryan Indianapolis Colts jersey on. <laughs> and I look at him. I was like, you ain't waste no time. He said, I ordered the day that, uh, you know, they made the announcement. Yeah. And, you know, and I I, I was ripping with him. I was like, well, you know, I could probably could have took up a, a hat collection for you. We could probably could have got that paid for. We could have got you the blue and the white. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what they all saying? One man's trash is another man's treasure. Yeah. He said, boy, we can't wait yeah. to see what he can do for us. And yeah. then there's a contingency in this town that couldn't wait. I know it. To move on. I know it. You know, I and know then it. what's the old saying? We ain't going to miss them until we gone. Ran, you know, let's see what's well, going on around game three, four. Yeah, three we're or like, four over that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, man, we'll see Man, we're happy that number two guy. Well, you know, hey, a lot of people wanted that, and that's what they got. And that's uh, moving forward. How, how are we going to be going this fall? So, Got to look at the people who are going to step in to fill that void. We saw them Friday down at Mercedes-Benz Stadium with Falcons' first look. And we'll see how that works out. Those guys continue with their OTAs and get back to the mandatory minicamp, which is coming up in just a few days uh, for the Falcons up at Flowery Branch. Of course, uh, NBA Finals Game 2 tonight. You've been waiting for this for a couple of days. They really space these games out, don't they? They just make you wait. And so it's going to be Boston with the 1-0 advantage over Golden State. And we're going to see if the Warriors bounce back in this. And we'll hear from the, the teams uh, as we go along here, coming up in, in just a few minutes, let you hear from them and get your thoughts on who you think is going to win this game coming up tonight. And uh, I think we got a seven-game series. I really do. And I think it would be great basketball. French Open, uh, they're back on the court right now as we speak. As we left you yesterday, Coco Goff was on the court uh, playing in the women's final. She dropped that in straight sets. Uh, Inca Switek uh, has now won 35 consecutive matches and. She's carving her own history out of there. Then Coco, you know, afterwards, uh, you know, teary, but at the same time smiling uh, to accomplish what she did to get there, knowing that some other work she got to do. She says, hey, right now my opponent's playing on another level. And, you know, I, I got to work, work to get there. And that's what you want to hear from, it, from an 18-, 19-year-old who gets in that position, um, you know, first time on that stage being in a final of a major event. And, uh, and, and and having it go that way. So she's back on the court right now, by the way. Um, she's playing along with Jessica Pagula. Uh, the U.S. duo uh, is playing for the uh, Women's Doubles Championship, and they're up 4-2 in the first set against a French pair, which you got to understand in Paris. Obviously, the people are pulling and rooting for them. But Coco has managed to uh, garner a good many fans the last couple of weeks there in Paris. So they're also cheering for her as well. We'll keep an eye on that. And coming up at 720, Karen Pistana will come and no doubt she'll have a bit of a history lesson for us when it comes to the sport today because uh, thinking about the 35 consecutive match wins, um, you know, long time since we had a, a, a finalist 
in the French Open as young as Coco Golf is. And then on the men's side today, Rafael Nadal, going for more history, a 14th uh, French Open tennis championship. I mean, I don't know if he says what Deion Sanders says, but he could easily say this is my house and who's going to argue with him. Uh, he's got the keys. He probably gets his mail delivered there. Uh, so we're going to have that coming up at 720 today. Um, also, we got uh, WNBA action here in town today. Your Atlanta Dream uh, will be in action against the Indiana Fever 3 p.m. down at the Gateway Center uh, down in College Park. And so Indiana Fever, get ready to, to, uh, to get the beat down, pick up that L on your way back out the door. There'll be an L waiting for you guys on your way out the door. And, you know, the airport's right across the street, so you can take that back home with you. That's coming up at 3 o'clock today. Our team looking to bounce back from that setback. Uh, to Chicago Friday night. We'll, you know, we got Terrell Thomas coming up. Obviously, we're going to talk NBA with him. We're going to talk a little Atlanta Dream with him, too. That's coming up in the 9 o'clock hour at 9.20 this morning. Also, I guess Gail Devers, Olympic legend and gold medalist, is going to stop by. She has a very special event coming up and something she wants to make us all aware of. Always good to check in with her. And NASCAR is doing something today we've never seen before. This is definitely not your grandfather's NASCAR race. It's coming up today. Um, NASCAR is racing in the St. Louis area. It's the first time racing at this track, and they're racing on a track that is black-owned. You heard me. Uh, David Stewart uh, is the owner of the track where the race will be held today. Adam Alexander will join us at 820 uh, to bring us up to speed, no pun intended, about things out in uh, St. Louis, which has had a bit of a different flavor. We've had Wynton Marsalis concerts out there and all, all kind of, it's just a different vibe. Uh, but that's where NASCAR is running later today. And uh, we'll check with him and talk with that a, a little bit about PGA Tour uh, as the world turns. That is just a, a soap opera that continues. And yesterday, now we have a golfer who's a veteran of the tour, has become rich playing on the PGA Tour, who has resigned from the PGA Tour in order to go to the uh, live Golf series, which is one that everyone's talking about. Everybody's upset. A second series in golf. And, you know, we had some people make some comments like Phil Mickelson, who's like underground. We haven't seen this guy in months. You know, we don't know if we're going to see him again. But uh, Kevin Na, uh, who's won five times on the tour, plays, has played the tour for 19 years, resigned from the PGA Tour to go and play on the uh, Saudi Arabian back uh, live golf series. They have a golf tournament coming up next week in London, I believe, and a number of uh, mainstays from the PGA Tour are going to join in. Dustin Johnson is going to be there, Sergio Garcia, Lee Westwood, Graham McDowell, Ian Poulter, Martin Keimer, among those in the tournament field. And it's curious to see what the PGA does if they close the door on a return if he wants to come back. And, uh, Eric, I don't know what, you, what, what your thoughts are on this. Some people will say, well, it's an individual sport. So if you want to go out and do something, they're all free agents, which they are. Yeah, I, I mean, we live in a free society to work for whoever we want to work for. And I don't see how they can say that, oh, if you carry a card for this organization, you can't go play. That That, that sounds like, a, you know, some type of system that's rigged. So, no, I think they should be able to play for whoever they want to play for. Um, if they sign a contract that says, hey, I'll maybe appear for you so many times, yes. Or if they say, look, you know, I'll be at this event and then they don't show it, 
they'll show up for it. You know, it's one of those things where I can't go just play for the highest bidder on a certain weekend maybe, but I think they should be able to play wherever they want, whenever they want, and it's it's this is going to get much worse before it gets better. You know what, and the thing of it is, you're talking to someone who's had a, made a very lucrative living. For them to resign from the PGA Tour yeah. tells me that they're playing some really steep appearance fees. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. You're getting yeah, some, you're getting some yeah. awesome appearance fees yeah. just to show up for these right. events. You know, because that ain't no hop, skip, and a jump to get over there. And you got to adjust to the time and you got to adjust to the elements. And uh, so, yeah, no, no, yeah. They they making it say, hey, this this is the old Trump USFL. Come play for me. <laughs> Watch this check. I'm going to stroke for you. So, you yeah. know. Yeah. We'll see. But you know what? You know what? To, to me, it could lead to, and I don't know if it'll get this far, but. You know, it's an individual sport, yeah. and you can play whatever you, ever way you want to. And Novak Djokovic has tried to get a, a group of uh, players on the um, on, on the, on the men's tennis tour yeah. to try to do the same something similar. Have racket, will travel. Uh, maybe, but you know what? Sport to me has done this, and we don't care about it anymore. Boxing. Well, yeah, we talked about that in the bullpen, like you but said. Boxing is an individual sport. Guys fight for whatever boxing federation they want to, and you have like fifty versions. Of the heavyweight championship, yeah, you, you know, know what I mean. Yeah. It, 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 when back in the day it was like whoever won this fight, this is the champion. Well, no, we got a WBA, we got a WBO, we got an IBF, we got WBC, a, the WBC. Yeah. You know, you know, it, it's the alphabet soup as they called it, mm-hmm. and it's really, it really kind of diluted mm-hmm. the product. Yeah. yeah, you can't have so many kings, so many, so many guys on top of the mountain, and you wait so long to have the unification. If you can have a unification, so how would you do that with this golf tour? You got two different golf tours, you got several major events that are not PGA Tour events, i.e., the Masters, you know, U.S. Open, British Open, you know, I guess the PGA Championship, which is not sanctioned by the PGA, not the PGA Tour. They certainly wouldn't come to East Lake and play the Tour Championship. But what would you? Have? I guess you would have to have an event. To really well, try to crown who, well, you, who your number one golfer would be. Well, the thing is this: even when you say who the number one golfer is, it's not like they do it on a one-on-one individual. You talk about boxing; boxing is done one-on-one. They play in big groups. You're still going to see the guys that are dominating. If if whatever guys go to the Saudi League, you're going to have the same group of guys winning to- tournaments on a regular basis. Whoever's in the PGA, same group of guys, either winning tournaments or finishing the top two, three on a regular basis. You're going to know who the best of the best is, and then you could probably say, you know what, you know, tour championship they invite the thirty guys. They right. probably could come up with a and say, you know what, we're bringing these top ten because we know who the top ten is. And then you guys have a well, who organizes that? Oh, the P- I mean, it, I mean, it wouldn't be under the PGA, no, and the guys it, who play for the PGA tour wouldn't play for or for, for the Lib Series. That's why I'm saying you need some promoter. Yeah, who's some, somebody will come, come in there. Somebody in Vegas, obviously. <laughs> That's where everything goes down in, <laughs> in Vegas. Vegas, right? Yeah, uh, and, and it'll be something like the match. We have guys yeah. with mics on. Uh-huh. You have like live, real time yeah. gambling. Yeah, you know, it, one of those type things. It's, it's going it, to. This is going to work out. It's all about money. It's all about money. It's, it, this is going to work out. You know, it gives us something to talk about. That's yeah, why we in this business, why we got these <laughs> microphones. That's why we got, you know, social media. It gives us something to talk. These are storylines, you know, and we are sitting here debating over millionaires with golf clubs playing a, a sport that is very, you know, this is not a child's game because golf is oh, no. a very competitive and not an easy sport. But, you know, who's got the biggest wallet? Who's going to pay me more? Where can Just I go, to where, show up. Yeah, where can I go make the most money? 
That's what's happening. Gotta that's what's it. happening. Gotta that's love what's, it. Where are we living? That, that's what's happening. I got another golf story later on. We're going to talk about uh, someone else who's coming on the tour. And, and, and people may or may not have noticed it. And, but we'll talk about that as well as coming up later on uh, today, folks. We are just getting started. I'm so glad that you are with us uh, on this Sunday morning. Where we didn't give a shout out to any part of the any part of the area. Bring it on the eight fifteen. I'm gonna order six fifteen. The next break. When we come back, we yeah. we'll, we got to give our shout out every hour to some area. In our, and I got one in mind. I was by there yesterday for a little bit. All right, uh, that, that's coming up. Coming up, we're going to dive more into this NBA playoffs and get set for game number two in the NBA Finals. As we just get started with the sun coming up on this Sunday morning, Sam Crenshaw with you in Sports Radio 99 The Game and 99TheGame.com. Available everywhere on Odyssey. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Beautiful sunrise outside on this Sunday morning. Sam Crenshaw with you. Uh, minus Greg Clarkson. We get Greg back with us. You know, he'll be back with us next week. And Eric Slaughter's on the other side of the glass. Did you, did you ever, you know, find out how he's doing? And I don't know. You know, he, we went to a part of, he, he went somewhere where there's some, I won't say bumpy weather, but. It okay. was a little bit of a tropical stuff yeah. that came through. Where Can we give a shot? I mean, he's celebrating a, good, a family event, right? Can yeah, we mention yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, it was, was his dad. Yeah, happy was, birthday, right? Yep, celebrating his dad's birthday. Happy birthday, Pop! Very much, very much. Happy birthday to Pop. So yeah. he's going to spend his time. Gotta love that. In a, Absolutely. In a, in a, in a, what, a week and a half before? When is Father's Day? Two weeks from now? Two weeks yep. from today? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not bad to have birthday and Father's Day kind of back-to-back. Maybe they celebrate both at the same time a little bit. I don't know. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. And Greg has spent a lot of time. Um, going back and forth uh, to check on Pop. So he's, he's happy to go down there and spend some time with him. I know it's a wonderful, wonderful time. And uh, he'll tell us he'll tell us about it, you know, when he comes back to join us. He will do that for sure. All right, um, we got game two coming up. And I don't know who you guys are with out there. I don't know what, what you're expecting in this, in this matchup. Um, like I said, I'm expecting to go seven games. Uh, was surprised, as many of you were, uh, to see not only to see Boston win the first game in the series, but to win it the way that they did. I think that's the thing that a lot of people were not expecting, especially when you saw the start that Golden State got off to uh, with Steph Curry. Um, but Boston didn't panic. They just held their ground and, and did what they've done uh, throughout this postseason and really throughout the back half of this regular season before they got to the playoffs. Because they're a team that at midseason a lot of people were shaking their heads about. Didn't see them really going anywhere. If they made the playoffs, they wouldn't be around very long. Boy, they caught fire, and to me, the big thing was their defensive effort. Uh, Just incredible, Uh, especially uh, in the series against Milwaukee. Then again against in the series uh, in the Eastern Final against Miami, another team that plays great, great defense. And Boston was able to come out. On top of that, now while that series was going on and on, Golden State was kind of relaxing. They wrapped up their series. Um, you know, sure they were doing some practicing and staying fresh, but, but just, you know, getting to relax and, and be ready for the final series. And that's why you figured this first game would go to Golden State, but not true. They were gonna they're gonna have to be, try to bounce back and get a win to try to even this series before they head for Boston. Clay Thompson. In the game, we all know his battle and, and how he's had to work so hard, overcoming injuries and, and surgeries to return to just be back on the court with this team. 
and you know when he's right what it means potentially for this team. And he had these thoughts about what it will take uh, for his team to get a win tonight. I thought it was great initially, and then I thought it kind of withered as the game went on. So we played about 40 great minutes, which uh, will not get it done at this point in the season. So we're going to play with desperation tomorrow, and I think that's when we're at our best. He's talking about playing with desperation, but also playing better defensively. Now, we know the Golden State is a great offensive team. We know when they get it rolling with those three-pointers, they are very, very, very hard to stop. Yeah, what he was saying is we played 40 minutes of defense and we got to play 48. Yeah. You know, you yeah. know, uh, those collapse, that collapse is just, you know, I don't think it's going to happen again. They are, they are four-point favorites tonight at home. You know, that's a, that's a huge number. That means they don't think that they, they do not think this game comes down to a final possession. Okay. You know, because you can't score four. Not, not, you know. So they're they're saying they're saying that they should win and not have to worry about the, you know, holding for the last basket. So, I ooh, the money is flying out on Vegas tonight. (laughs) You know, Uh, um, I jump on that if if I four points, four points. I'm taking Boston in those four points, and like all you gotta do is get me to the last shot. Get me to the last (laughs) shot, and I got a victory. So yeah, man. But uh, ooh. Let's go right on. Keep going on with some more sound. All right, all right, all right, all right. You know, so we want to see that what happens. Steph Curry obviously had the big night uh, in the opening game of this series. You know, he played 38 minutes, scored 34 points. Um, But when he was out of the game, you just felt a different energy with the Golden State team. And he said some of that's due to what Boston was doing. They're a great team. They have a lot of different weapons, a lot of threats. Guys had – some amazing nights shooting the basketball. So you understand some of the mistakes we made, they took advantage of it. Uh, We could have made the same mistakes. They could have missed some shots, and we might be having a different conversation. But the way it played out, like, you know, I think early in the game there were some some defensive breakdowns and some lack of physicality that gave, you know, some of that guy some confidence, and then that carried over through the rest of the game. He mentioned something there. The lack of physicality. And I'm not saying that, 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 that Golden State can't be a physical team if they need to be. But that's Boston's, you know, that, that's, that's to me that's part of their calling card. They play that scrappy defense and they don't mind bodying up, bodying up on you. And that's part of what, what works. So let's see if Golden State can match some of that intensity, the physicality, and be, make that be a part of their recipe for success during even this series. Um. But when you say physical for Golden State, I think of Draymond Green. Right. And I think of Andre Iguodala. Who else do they have that can bring a physical presence? Yeah. You know, and even if the young man Wiseman was available to him, he's not a he, – he's he's big and long. Yeah. But, but he's, he's not physical. Not physical. So, you know, they're missing a, a banger. They're missing a, a, a big guy. But have they – even during this time when they've been so successful, they really haven't been known for having – well, you had you had Andrew Bogut for a minute. Yeah, you know, I mean, and, and, and you had Zaza, and you had Zaza, him. right? You right. know, you had Zaza. So, so they they've had it, and and you know, and then what Kevin Durant brought to them was length and size, which they really don't have anybody. I mean, they are a small team to to, to do what they do to do what they do, right? So you know, they you they've got to dictate the style of play, and, and the physical is not the dictation they want. They they want to be up and down shooting threes and running the team out of their gym. So, 
it's going to be interesting to see the, the the battle of wills and the battle of strategy. Steve Kerr is going to have to earn it today, you know, in this whole series. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, game two coming up tonight, and and Steph Curry, of course, we just heard from him talking about Boston being a great team. But you ask when asked what's going to be necessary for this team to get a win tonight, and this is what he had to say. Um, in the fourth quarter, you could just feel the momentum just you know shifting dramatically, and the avalanche started. So we have to come out with a sense of desperation, you know, first quarter, and uh, really cement ourselves in terms of what we're trying to do. Play with the same joy, the same aggressiveness that we always do, um, but have to sustain it over 48. And that's it's crazy saying that. That's what it should be like in the finals. Um, you know, with two great teams going at it. That's it. He said it. What it should be in the finals. Great games, bringing out the best and the very best players. And that's why I want to see this series go seven. That's why I think it'll go seven, because that's what you're looking at. He said it best. Can he get off to a better start? Can he get off to a better start than he did in the game one? I don't think so. I don't need a better start. I need a continued – I need full full lift start because he scores 21 points in the first quarter right. and then doesn't get anything in the second. Give me 12 and 12. Don't disappear in the second quarter. And then come out in the third quarter, give it to me again, and give me nothing in the fourth. You know, if you, you score, can't blame it all on him, though. I mean, some, some other folks got to as – as my dad used to say, ain't they getting a paycheck too? They they are getting a paycheck, but I, I don't need you to be hot one minute and cold the next. I need consistency, you know. I'd have rather had those points spread out over all the quarters. Don't disappear in the second. That's when my my the team got back. You know, you, you gave me everything in the first and it's not Steph's fault, no. But we build this lead and then the second quarter you disappear. And it was was because he was on the bench, did did Boston make adjustments, whatever. If if he gets three, four, five points in that second quarter, we got a different game. Okay, in the fourth quarter, if they don't have that long lull where they went scoreless, you got a different game. We're having a different conversation right now. So find a way to make it more balanced or whatever. So it is, you know, it's easier to be criticism after it's over. But that second quarter, letting them come back, tie that game, go into the half. How do you go into halftime down after what they did in the first quarter? How? Tell me how. So, full 48 minutes balanced. Because they were facing a Boston team that didn't panic and just stood their ground and continued to do what they've done throughout this postseason. Jason Tatum, 12 points. A lot of people felt like, you know, he could have done more offensively uh, in this in this in game one of this or expected more from him. But he talked about someone who's been a big contributor for them big time, and he was the leading scorer uh, in, 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 the, in game one. That's Al Horford. I was like the best teammate ever, uh, the ultimate professional, uh, you know, obviously at 35, just how he's performing, that's the testament to how he takes care of his body, um, how he prepares every day. Uh, and Al is, you know, the same guy that he was today that he was my rookie year, you know, just welcoming everybody, doing whatever is best for the team, you know, sacrificing touches for himself or whatever, you know, Al just wants to win. Uh, and, you know, just to see how happy he was, you know, to get to this point, um, I felt like I had been playing forever, you know, finally getting over that hump. And it's like, you know, I've only been doing this for five years. It's his 15th year. So I could only imagine, uh, you know, what 
he was feeling getting to this moment. Yeah, yeah, it means a lot. Uh, and and uh, he's been very expressive. And you can see the smiles on his face when we talk about uh, Al Horford. And we all know about his background and about his, his beginnings in the league because here in Atlanta, he came in and made a difference starting with his very rookie season. We saw him win a NCAA championship here in Atlanta, uh, one of the two championships that he won for University of Florida. He, he's a winner. He's always been that, but never getting this opportunity. And you know what, Eric, when you get this opportunity after so many years, you really ramp it up. You, you get extra focus because you don't know when you're going to get back to this spot. Some of the younger guys on that team can say, maybe we'll get back another time. In his stage in his career, he wants to get it done this time. Yeah, yeah, no, no. This, this could be not only his only, it could be his last. You know, how many good years does he have left? Which, you know, like he said, he takes care of his body, he plays well, so he's got time and this team is young. But, no, seize this moment and bring it home if they can. Yeah, I hope they don't. But you know, not for not for him. I yeah. like him. But yeah, I, don't, yeah. I just yeah. don't like Boston. Yeah, so, uh, always always a fan of Al Horford. I told you yeah. the story yesterday of how the people saw him those years ago when the Hawks came to play, and they you know all the guys on there they kind of saw something in him that they really impressed them. And who knows, years later, here they are with him playing in the finals, uh, fighting for a championship in the Boston Celtics. We're going to talk more about this later on, obviously. Uh, in the 9 o'clock hour, Terrell Thomas is going to come back. We're going to have more NBA talk with him. But up next, let's talk about our Braves, shall we? Uh, the world champions have been playing like world champions. Got a winning streak going on and playing against some guys with some car tag uniforms. Uh, that and more when you continue on this Sunday morning. Sam Crenshaw with you here at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9thegame.com. Radio 99 The Game at 99thegame.com. Sam Crenshaw with you. Hope you follow us all on our social media, 929thegame.com. We're all on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and, of course, our website, 929thegame.com. Anything you've missed uh, this week or many of our broadcasts, go back and check the podcast. It's all there for you. Um, interviews. Matter of fact, we had one yesterday with Jewel Peterson, who uh, worked with Coco Golf when she was just seven years old here in town and shared a lot of knowledge and uh, just the pride of uh, seeing her accomplish what she's accomplishing. Right now, they won the first set. She and Jessica Gula took the first set in the women's doubles final. Uh, they're down 4-3 in the second set, but they've reeled off the last three games um, looking to try to close this match out possibly and uh, bring home some hardware. Uh, and we'll see what they do. We're keeping an eye on that. That continues, obviously. The men's final is coming up later on this morning around 9 o'clock. Uh, with uh, Rafael Nadal playing in that. Like I said, we're going to talk more about that coming up in the next hour. Karen Fistana, Tennis Panorama News, uh, will join us uh, to talk all about the French Open and who's there and who we may or may not see. Yesterday's uh, something that people were talking a lot about is that uh, for the uh, Wimbledon entry list, neither Venus or Serena Williams' names appear on the entry list for Wimbledon. Uh, which, um, you know, we'll get into the conversation about what that potentially could mean. Um, you know, does it mean that you won't come back, that she watch this match and see Swiatek win and say, you know what, if I come back, a 40-year-old Serena not going to beat her? Um, is that preventing her from coming out and, 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 and playing? I don't know. We'll get into all this with Karen. That's coming up in the next hour. Uh, Braves baseball. Braves will play later on today and will go for a sweep of a four-game series with Charlie Morton. 
uh, on the mound. And you want to see if he can go out there and get one more win. I tell you what, the last couple of games have been a trip to the other side uh, for being played at a place like Coors Field, which, uh, you know, is known for high-scoring games and lots of offense uh, because of the uh, the atmosphere there, the thin air, the high altitude where everything is. You just get the ball up there, and it can seem to just drift right over the fence. But, boy, it hadn't been happening the last couple of nights. And the Braves – and the Rockies have had to play into extra innings. It happened again last night. Uh, Low-scoring game uh, for much of the contest. Uh, the pitcher's doing well. Uh, Strider had a chance to get the start. Went four innings. Surrendered a couple of hits. Uh, one run. Struck out five uh, before surrendering to the, to the bullpen to take it the rest of the way. And Freeland was having a remarkable performance for Colorado. Went seven innings. Scattered five hits. Gave up one run. Um, Great starting pitching for both teams and not a lot crossing the plate. The Braves had managed to get one across, make the one, and Austin Riley continues to swing a hot bat. Swing, high fly ball, deep left center field. That ball is going to go. We're tied. Look at that chip. Big, big shot there by Austin Riley, and that was big for the Braves and getting him. He went five, uh, went two for five with two RB with an RBI, scored two runs uh, in the contest last night. Great to see his bat productive. Always good to see good things happening when that guy's at the plate. They get another score off the bat of Ronald Acuna. The pitch. Ronald fly ball toward right field. That ball is going to be caught shy of the track. Duval will tag and score. Acuna puts us in front with a sack fly. Yep, credit to Bally Sports on both of those calls. And you can see that the runs were very hard to come by, very difficult to come by uh, in the matchup. But they will go to extra innings again. And, uh, you know, the Braves obviously, you know, trying to, you know, have, have trouble winning three in a row. Now they're having a tough time trying to get to a fourth consecutive win. And back to the 500 mark for the season. Uh, but in the extras, William Contreras comes through. Swing and a fly ball down the left field line. Stay fair, baby. It is. Yes, fair. That'll bounce into the corner. Another run is in. Contreras with two strikes extends the lead. Big 11th inning for the Braves. They go into the 11th inning all tied at two. Contreras goes. And then you want to close you want to close it out game set match how about Adam Duval Swing and a drive Duval to Rafa Adam I don't blame you it's hard not to smile He has waited a long time for that He really has he's had his struggles at the plate but he had a good night last night 2 for 5 two RBI scored two runs Adam Duval that's more like it from him uh, he's starting in left field these days and that was great, absolutely great to see him do that. Braves get the win by a score of 6-2, to two, uh, the final score. They're back at 500, um, you know, the season still a ways uh, back when the Mets, the Mets who got a win last night, the Mets beat the beat Dodgers. Dodgers yeah. yeah, beat the Dodgers. So you're watching that series. Yeah, well, I just heard about it on the sports updates when I was driving in. Uh, you know, that's too late for me, you know. Get, <laughs> having, having to get up at 345, yeah, 4 man. o'clock, yep. I catch my highlights when I can. But, you know, because I didn't, I didn't know the Braves won until I, I woke up, looked at the phone, got the 
got the you know the the flash update on my phone. I'm like, yep. and it said extras. I'm like, again, yeah. what is going on? I'm like, but <laughs> long as it was a victory, that's all that mattered to me. I'm like, hey, nothing like some get right in in Colorado. Yeah, that's the park to do it in. How about that? Yeah, how about that? You Let's know, see if they can do it one more time today. Hope so. Get those brooms ready. Yeah, you know, and I'm, I, they didn't say much about it. And I'm not sure if you saw any. Was the was the Braves contingent out there at Coors Field again? Yes. You know, you got Man, you that, you dress for them. You, you you catching a fight to Colorado when we done? You dress for them. Oh, go out there, <laughs> or to go out there, man, because you know what? They, it's amazing to hear them play on the road and hear the crowd react. You know the the, the way um, the way they did, but that's what they get when they go to play there. There are a lot of Braves fans in that area, just loyal to the Braves that show up and uh, they make a lot of noise. And they did last night uh, as the Braves rallied late and won that game in the eleventh inning. Uh, to push that overall season mark uh, to 500, and 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 perfect for June. How that, about that? You know, c- how about that? C- c- can you imagine? Let, let, let's say they they keep this thing going. Now I don't think they'll win every game, but let's say they can do something like 20 and four for the month of June. Wouldn't that sound really good? Ooh. Something like that. Ooh. You know, because this June, this whole calendar is is so such winnable games, and they're coming home for six or seven in a row. I like a number like that, twenty and four. Let's let's say at the end of the month, let's see how close I get. <laughs> All right, we'll do that. They I'm headed, writing that down, twenty and four. Twenty and four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll take that. We'll yeah. take that. They headed for home. <laughs> you better believe we'll take it. <laughs> they headed for home uh, for the and the Oakland A's will be here. Um, you know, which got to be kind of odd for for Matt Olson, right? Look up and see his guys in town. Uh, they're going to be here for a couple of games, uh, June seventh and eighth. That's Tuesday and Wednesday of next week. Then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, will be in town to take on the Braves. So that's what's coming up. They're on their way home. But they got a little unfinished business. I uh, got one more game, 310 to start time for them uh, later today out in Denver trying to get the sweep of this series and just, you know, come in and keep the momentum going. Um, you know, keep the the, the bats. Uh, and right now is the kind of way you like to see this Braves lineup. You got to pick your poison because everybody's dangerous. Everybody's Everybody's hitting the ball. Everybody's seeing it and hitting it. You know, and, and it's gone through that. You, they went through a spot where, you know, it seemed like nobody was consistently. But right. now. Right. Well, hitting is contagious. And I remember listening to guys talk about this lineup early in the year. And they said, well, if these guys are on their money, where is your easy out in this lineup? And it's not supposed to be one. Yeah. You know, I mean, because because when when Acuna's well, shoot, Acuna's never really off. You know, he's pretty much always on. Albies goes through stretches where he's dynamite and then where he's uh, a, a dud, you know. But yeah. that's that's Albies. You'll live with that. But when he's when he's on, he can carry a team. You know, he, he'll have nights where he had four or five RBIs in a night, you know. Um, Raleigh's supposed to be an MVP candidate. Maybe he's he's coming into shape. Duvall gets hot. Duvall, when Duvall gets hot, he can hit ten home runs in a in a month. And that's what was so good about last night. You know, so you know, you, you got the young man Harris who's been hitting well. What did he do last? Got night? Got a couple of hits last night. Really, two for five. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. I mean, had a double, put one in the gap deep there, and okay, yeah. So. All right. So and then then you got Contreras who that nobody expected. You know, Darno has hot and you moments. and you working for ways to get Contreras just get him in the lineup. Every yeah, night. And, and you got to find it because. It seems like every other day he not only is he having um, RBIs, he's having timely RBIs that impact the the end of the game. You know, if if you score six runs but you lose at seven, I got two RBIs in the middle innings. It doesn't impact the game, but he's having impactful RBIs. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. Game winners. Yeah, 
in the past couple weeks, he's had game winners or go-ahead RBIs like three times. So, all about that timing. Yeah, it's all about that timing. You're it, right. It's all about that timing. You know, so that's the thing. You get your batting order going the way you want to. You get your starters going out and, and, and giving you a, a good effort like Morton today. You would love to get five to six innings from him today, ideally. If you could get that, that would be great and give your bullpen a little rest as you get ready to head for home. Um, but, but we'll see We'll see what, if he's able to do that today. That would be great if he would be kind of a bonus in your last game of this road trip to have him go out and, and uh, have a great start and give you and give you five to six innings. Right. Well, if, you, if you've gone to extras in two straight games, that means you've taxed your bullpen a little bit. So, you know, five, six, give me seven if you can. Even if you give up four or five runs, if we're putting up runs up, he'll, you know, Snick can leave him out there. So, and then, you know, so let me ask you a question. Yep. You've won five straight. Of course, you want to keep it going, but do you have the mindset, like, look, guys, we've already taken three of the first four. If we lose the day, it's not that big of a deal, or do you say, no, we, we want it to oh, get it again? Oh, I know. Yeah. Right now, where this team has been, right. the two-step forward, two-step back, oh, no. no. Keep that. <laughs> keep, 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 keep as many wins as I can, as quickly as I can. You, you, want, you want to keep it rolling because you obviously know, even though this is good, there's a team that's – that's in front of you, and you got to do some stuff to give yourself a chance to cut into their lead. And if you're not winning, you know, obviously they're facing a tough opponent this weekend, uh, taking on the Dodgers. But the thing of it is, the Mets have not shown the feel of metting yet. Oh, no. Uh, hey, coming hey. back to the field. I still think they will, right. but a lot of people don't think so. And maybe they're feeling a little pressure from the team across town up in New York. <laughs> Them dudes over in the Bronx is like just wow. And they did it again. I mean, the Subway Series this year, how are you going to get a ticket to that? Wow. I mean, I mean, you know, that that's going to be like a, a ticket scalper's dream for the Subway Series this year because the best team in the AL versus the best team in the NL? Man. And you know what? Aaron Judge is playing like his contract depends on it. You know? And they I, believe had it, I believe it does, doesn't they, they, it? They had, a, they, they had a chance to get that thing done with that guy, man. He says, okay. <laughs> and then he, he had a slow start, too. And they was like, see, you should have signed this deal. And they're like, oh, man, we spoke too soon. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. but uh, as usual, I heard, didn't I see my, my boy uh, Stanton is on the injury list already? Yeah, to get with it. You know, it took him a while to get there because usually most seasons he's he's already he in. He starts on it. Yeah. He has two or three visits. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. You know, but no. and that's been the thing that he's been healthy and, and they've been seeing the ball and, and been just raking. So, I mean, that's. That's a, plus the starting pitching. The, yeah, you, you, yeah, I was about to say. They oh, my pitch. goodness. The starters have been lights out for the Yankees. So, um, you know, you, you watch them. Everybody wants to see what they're doing when they have it and, and pull it together. And a lot of people who follow the game a little bit more when the Yankees are contending uh, yeah. and, and, are, and are a subject. And so you got that going on this season, too. Yeah. You, well, you know, there's something right about the world when the Yankees are, are good and the Red Sox are bad. <laughs> There's something right about the world. You think so? Yes, yes. He's spoken, spoken like a truly like a Baltimore man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I was born and raised in Baltimore, but the roots go back to to the NY. So okay, you know, All right. the Yankees All are winning, right. the Red Sox are losing. The the sun is you know just more beautiful. <laughs> Birds sing a little better, and and, wow. and, and, and the Braves are winning. I How can't be that? any happier. You know, what can't I mean? be any happier. The only thing I do is get me the football season now. There we go. Let's get through there this summer. Go. There we go. Make it through the summer. If you're gonna go through the summer, you want to you gonna have some winning, and and that's the best thing. It's what we got going on with the teams. So that's up with the Braves right now. Of course, we come back later and do some more. Uh, talking about them as focused as they get ready to go out and play today and hopefully wrap up this series and get a sweep of the four games uh, in the mountains. They're gonna, I think the Rockets are going to wear those uniforms again today if you missed them, folks. If you've ever seen a Colorado license plate, that's the uniform. 
that's what it's looked like. It, it's, a, it's the green and white uniform uh, that the, really represents the old uh, DMV out there, I suppose. And it's, you know, people appreciate them having it. So I don't know if we're going to call those uniforms the tag uniforms or the licensed uniforms or whatever you want to call them, City Connect uh, uniforms. But as long as the Braves win when they wear them, I'm good with them. You know, so hopefully Braves can win and spoil the uniform again today uh, for the Rockies. 6-2, your final score last night in 11, and they play later on today around 3 o'clock. All right, folks, going at the top of the hour, 7 o'clock, Eric, Karen Pistain is going to join us. Talk tennis as the women's doubles finals continuing right now. They split sets. They're now playing in the third and final set uh, for this match. We'll keep up with that well and got some local stuff that's going on too as well some hall of famers from the high school area and baseball regionals we'll talk about that too when you join us stay with us here sam crenshaw nine flows up in the kia studios on this sunday morning on sports radio 92.9 the game and 929thegame.com this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 